Today on City Cash Chicago, over the last 10 months of this podcast, you've heard us talk a lot about neighborhoods, right? That's part of the old Chicago adage that we're a city of neighborhoods. So today, the City Cash Chicago team is sitting down to celebrate our neighborhoods with some recommendations from each on where to eat, where to shop, and where to give. It's Thursday, December 23rd. I'm Jacoby Cochran, and this is City Cash Chicago. Neighborhoods in Chicago are obviously so much more than where we live. You know, when someone tells you their neighborhood, Chicagoans can think of characteristics of that neighborhood, maybe the racial makeup, how affluent it is, houses with yards or dense with three flats or high rises. And, and, and sometimes what's is pretty cool and, and sometimes weird is that you'll say the name of a neighborhood and depending on who you're talking to, they probably have never heard of it, have never explored it. Uh, so I wanted to to start this conversation of looking at the neighborhoods we live in uh, with my city cast team, producer Simone Alisea, producer Carrie Shepard, and our amazing newsletter writer, Sydney Madden. I wanted to ask each of them, what do they think of when they hear a particular neighborhood? And Carrie, I'm going to start with you. When you hear Simone's neighborhood of Uptown, what do you think about? Uh, I think of Uptown as the first neighborhood I lived in in Chicago mm. in 2005. And I think of a lot of, there was a lot of diversity, I would say both racially, but also economically. I also think about how everyone always said Uptown is on the tip of gentrification. This is something they said before I was there and long after I was there. And do you know how they knew it was on the tip of gentrification because back then they said it was getting a Starbucks. Yep. A Starbucks. <laughs> I knew a Starbucks reference was coming. <laughs> Speaking of Starbucks, uh, I'm going to kick it next <laughs> to Simone. The neighborhood that I want you to tell me what you think about is Hyde Park, which is the neighborhood I currently live in. When you hear Hyde Park, what do you think about? Well, the very first thing I think about is University of Chicago. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the second thing I think about is the Obamas. <laughs> Like, those are sort of the two big things that, that come right to mind. Um, I, uh, when I think of Hyde Park, I, you know, it's, um, it's a very idyllic, you know, little neighborhood on the south side. You do have some, some big apartment buildings, right, because of mm -hmm. the university. So you see, like, student housing and stuff like that. But then you also have, like, these mansions yeah. <laughs> as you walk along. Unreal. Yeah. Unreal. And so, you know, I think Hyde Park... It's this sort of pocket of wealth, right? And I know there is a lot of history. I couldn't tell you the history. I'm less <laughs> knowledgeable about about neighborhood history as as uh, Carrie is, but I I know there is a lot of history, um, particularly between Hyde Park and like Bronzeville about yeah. the the black community and the, the specifically like the economic history of the black community and the sufficiency there. And so you kind of see it in the architecture of that neighborhood. I think. Yeah. Speak of a neighborhood that's like quickly gentrifying mm, uh, yeah. Hyde Park over the last few years. Uh, Sydney, I want you to tell me what you think about when you hear Ukrainian Village, which is the neighborhood our lead producer, Carrie Shepard, lives in. Right. You took the words out of my mouth. I was going to say, I think of Carrie. I, like <laughs> I often associate neighborhoods with people. But yeah, in Ukrainian village, um, my, my brother also had a Ukrainian gymnastics coach who lived around there. So that's what comes to mind. 
And so the neighborhood that I, when I think about it, is where Sydney lives, and that's Lakeview. And for me, Lakeview is like, I always conceived of it as like the opposite of where I live. Right? Mm-hmm. If I grew up in Gresham, Lakeview felt like the complete opposite side of town because I used to just think of it as where the Cubs play. And as a small kid, hearing Wrigley all the time, I just thought that wasn't Chicago. Yeah. And so Lakeview just felt like this enclave in my mind that, um, you know, was just outside of the the borders of of my version of Chicago. Now, when I think of Lakeview, I also think of that bacon at Wake and Bacon. Like, yeah. <laughs> th- those there's some happy thoughts that flood through there. Like it's 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 been nice to explore, and, and and so you know I try not to stereotype the neighborhood. You know, some some cool ass people up there. I've performed at Lincoln Hall a few times, not too far from Lakeview, and, and the neighborhood has some some vibes to it. But it I still can't shake the idea that it's just like on a completely different side of the globe to where I grew up. Now that we've talked about, you know, how we see each other's neighborhoods, each of us wanted to give you some recommendations of places where you can eat, shop, and donate time or money, of course, safely. Uh, Simone, what are your uptown suggestions for the people? Uh, Well, starting with a place to eat, I have to give some love to Demera, uh, an Ethiopian restaurant on the corner of Broadway and Lawrence. Um, Demera, I think, is well known for its... It's cuisine, you know, routinely rated one of the best Ethiopian restaurants in the city. Um, I wasn't going to talk about it because I think people know it. But as somebody who just, I like, I love Ethiopian food. I would eat Ethiopian food all the time if I could. And Demera does it, they do, they do it really, really, really well. Um, And I just like, I have to, I have to give it up for them. Obviously right now, I think people might be wary about eating inside perhaps, especially, um, Ethiopian food, if you haven't had it before, typically like everything is kind of served on one platter and you're sharing it with lots of people. But I will say they do take out extraordinarily well. They pack it up really well. And yeah, so I highly recommend uh, Demera. So that's your uptown spot to to eat, to take out some food or get it delivered. What about a place to shop and spend them ducats? So <laughs> <laughs> my suggestion of a place to shop. So, so have you ever like been around like Wicker Park or Bucktown and you see these like fancy plant shops that are like, yes, yes. that are just like, mm-hmm. it's a little pretentious and you're just like, God, I just want to plant. More in the pandemic too. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. if that kind of thing just like makes your skin crawl or just like, you're just like, oh, why? Um, I highly recommend the store Q Ideas, which is on Argyle, just east of Broadway. It is a plant shop that, that also sells commercial restaurant supplies, but it's the plants that that you really want to go for. They also have like little gifts and stuff too. And it's, you know, you could walk right past it if you're walking along there. But number one, the plants are really great. Um, they have lots and they are very much like indoor plants and they have all different kinds. The people who work there are just amazing it's an immigrant owned shop they have these two dogs that are just adorable that hang out and you can go say hi uh their names are happy and coco and they're also just super helpful i got my first plant there and she walked me through step by step how often to water it when to change because it was like i bought it in like october as the seasons were kind of changing you know how to how to take care of it and i really i just had such a lovely time. So I highly recommend Q Ideas. All right. Uh, where's some place you could donate time, uh, money, or resources? So staying on Argyle, I think 
one place I'd like to highlight is the Chinese Mutual Aid Association. Um, mm. It was started by ethnic Chinese immigrants from Vietnam back in 1981. And they do youth programs. They have uh, programs for older folks, including like a homemaking program where someone comes in and, and helps you. They help you. They can help people find jobs, help people find housing, help people find health care. And I just really appreciate an organization that's really ingrained in the neighborhood. So like I said, you can volunteer, you can give money. They also do events. They do a, a dim sum run, a uh, 5K or 10K every year. So I think they're just, you know, like I said, they're very ingrained in the neighborhood and a, and a, a good organization to support. I think those gave a really good picture of what Uptown is. Can you give me the names of those three spots one more time? So that's Demera on Broadway and Lawrence, Q Ideas on Argyle and Broadway, and the Chinese Mutual Aid Association also on Argyle. Gang, those are Simone's suggestions for Uptown. If you're in the neighborhood, next we're going to move to Sydney Madden's neighborhood of Lakeview. Sydney Madden, how you feeling, my G? I'm okay. How are you? Oh, you know me. I ain't out here complaining. Uh, Sydney, what's a spot you want people to eventually sit down, maybe take out or or get some delivery from? Um, I think this is a basic answer, but it was new to me when I moved here and I really like it. Um, I also don't know if I'm going to say it right. I think it's D'Agostino's. Have you guys heard of that? No. D'Agostino's. Yes. How, wait, how do you say it, Carrie? I always say D'Agostino's, D'Agostino's, but I probably say D'Agostino's to be D'Agostino's. That place has been around forever. My parents used to go there in the 70s. It's so good. It's one of the first places I've eaten around here that I have like, well, I'm kind of a picky eater, but I like crave it. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's like this tavern style thin crust pizza. Um, and I usually don't have that big of an appetite, but I can really go hard on like a lot of pepperoni pizza. And I eat like half of it. And it's this doesn't happen to me often, but as I'm eating it, it's like I get hungrier. Ah, oh, I don't really they understand. put weed in it. That's what's up. That's what I like to hear. They, they probably don't put weed in the they pizza. For sh- they for sure do not put cannabis in the pizza without <laughs> request. So I, I need to investigate this a little bit. What What do you think is about it? Is it the crust? Is it the cheese? Is it the sauce? Is it the pepperoni? What really stands out to you? I think I think it's the crust. It's okay. like really, really thin. Um, I'm not a big fan of a deep dish mm-hmm. pizza. Mm-hmm. It hurts me. Um, I'm also possibly <laughs> lactose intolerant, <laughs> but this piece is worth it. <laughs> it, it. It harms you. It is, you have memories it with it. And actually, so what was so um, weird is they, they have another location in River West. And as soon as I took a bite, I was like, I've been to this place before, um, like 10 years ago. Like my, my friend and her parents, they took us when we were in middle school and I was, I was transported back. So. Oh, that's cool. It still slaps. Yeah, it's good. (laughs) If one bite can just like bring up a memory from 10 years ago. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, it must be hidden. Diagostinos. 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 (laughs) All right. So Diagostinos is your restaurant of choice up in Lakeview. Slaps, you crave it, and you can go hard on a large pizza. Those are just some like clips, some sound bites we need to just like pull <laughs> and put in our in our Sydney roundup. Uh, what about a spot to shop in? Where are you spending that, spending that money at? Um, there is this game board cafe also in Lakeview called Bonus Round Game Cafe. Mm. I had actually heard about it a few years ago, um, but it seemed too far away to come to. So when, <laughs> when, I moved when you up were here, in downtown? Yeah, <laughs> which is a very Chicago thing yeah, to that, say. That, that is, that is like perfect. So 
so far. So anyway, I finally moved up here and I walked past it. I was like, I've heard about this place for years. I really wanted to go. Um, so I stopped in there earlier this fall. Yeah, and I, I bought a board game. It was really cool. You can also sit down and play games too. And the people there are really helpful. Um, you can talk about some of the mainstream games you like and they can direct you to something you've never heard of or tried. Um, I think they have games too, just for a single person or, or two players. Um, so yeah, it's a really cool spot. I like it a lot. Okay. Sydney, are you a big gamer? Um, Not really, but my boyfriend is and his family is like i i really like clue and connect four i'm really totally. good at connect four you can you can put that on here okay um, <laughs> she was like if, if you cut anything out don't cut me bragging about my connect four prowess i'd whoop y'all's ass uh so what about a place to uh donate like time or supplies yeah um Obviously, Lakeview uh, has North Halstead, or formerly known as Boys Town, big LGBTQ-friendly spot. Um, and I've walked past this place many a time, a center on Halstead. Uh, they offer a lot of gay-friendly services to people of all ages. Uh, it's really nice walking past there. You kind of see um, a lot of people just hanging out outside or, or inside. Um, and I, I was with my, my cousin who... She she doesn't live here, but um, she's part of the queer community. And yeah, she, she was just talking about how nice it is to see visibly gay people in Lakeview um, and, and especially people of all different ages uh, where she's from in Birmingham. She doesn't really they, they don't really have that. Um, so I'm glad spaces like that are here and close by. Nice. Nice. Mm. Well, thank you again, Cindy. Can, can you tell me one more time? What were those three spots? Food, shop and uh, give time. It's D'Agostino's, <laughs> bonus round game cafe, and then center on Halstead. Gang, appreciate you, Sydney. All right, I'm gonna have to get up to the north side because y'all dropped some some good places. Totally. We got stuff, man. There's there's stuff going on up here. <laughs> we got stuff. <laughs> we got stuff. <laughs> we'll be right back. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's head over to the west side of the city with lead producer Carrie Shepard, who stays uh, on the border of Ukrainian Village in Humble Park. Carrie, uh, what are your suggestions for the people? Okay, so first up is eat, right? Mm -hmm. Were we sitting down or, or taking out? Or taking out. Um, I'm going to go with Jeff and Jude's. Mm -hmm. Is Jeff and Jude's Deli. They call it a Jew-ish. Get it? Like ish <laughs> <Yeah>. deli. Um, <laughs> and by principle, like... We were like, we're not going to spend $15 on a tuna salad sandwich. <laughs> like, you can make that with a can of tuna. Mm -hmm. Some, like, just grab some vegan eggs or mayo, some pickles, slice that up, put it on a toast. Oh, my God. Yeah, it makes me think of that TikTok. But it was like, I don't <laughs> care. Put that on some Italian urban cheese. Uh, I was like, let's do it. Let's do it, okay? 
And that's one of the best sandwiches I've ever had. The fifteen dollars tuna sandwich. Tuna curry tuna sandwich, and also they have a chickpea salad sandwich, mm. and it's so good. Also, a huge connoisseur of black and white cookies over here. Black and white <laughs> cookies, pretty good. But the way to go is uh, the chocolate babka. Mm. Okay. There's no no hair in the babka. That's a Seinfeld reference for all those <laughs> out there. Um, I mean, it's it's not cheap, but. It's it's worth it, and you're going to be filled up. Um, they just opened for eat for dine-in, and it's vax required. It was even before the mayor's mandate, and I saw it in action. They they check everyone's, um, and then they also have a patio. So Jeff and Jude's on the corner of Western and Cortez. Nice, Jeff and Jude's, forty five hundred dollar tuna sandwich. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> jokes, jokes. Uh, I'm not a big tuna fan, so a part of my brain was I know, just like, I, know I, you know, I wouldn't I know. spend any money. But I, I'm sure they got <laughs> they got a, a range of sandwiches. I can't ask you about their their meat options though, because you don't really get down with that. Um, I was gonna say I I thought of you. We got the tuna okay. sandwich, and I believe there's a pastrami that's very good. Okay, a I, Reuben. I can get down on that. Um, oh, I love a Reuben. Some, some good egg sammies. Some good so, egg sammies. Okay. What about a place to shop to spend that city cast money? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to get strictly Ukrainian gifts, you're going to shop on Chicago Avenue between um, Levitt and Oakley, Western, all Ukrainian shops there. But I'm going to go with Komoda, mainly because it's down the block. Okay, Chicago and Rockwell. It is a, I mean, just one of those sort of, Shop local, gifty places, um, but they have cool, unique stuff. I'm thinking I might get some Xmas presents from there, <laughs> like for me, like my, my own. <laughs> what? There was a good Dolly Parton something that I was I had eyed. Um, also got a some good housewarming gifts there for for some folks recently, and I think it's um, co-op style. So there's like several sellers in there. But um, it's just, it's a cool vibe in there. They've got great stuff. Mm. Komoda. Okay. What about a place to donate some time, resources, or some of that city cast moolah? I'm giving some of my city cast moolah this year to Connections for Abused Women and Their Children, which is in Humboldt Park, C-A-W-C. They have a great Amazon wish list for some of the families that are staying there or use their services. Mm-hmm. I think we've, we all heard this, but, you know, throughout the pandemic, you know, intimate partner violence, domestic violence, child abuse rates went up um, for several reasons that often those signs of it are recognized by teachers, social workers, colleagues, coworkers, and people were stuck inside with their abusers. So um, I also just feel very strongly about the people who bravely say, look, I couldn't leave. Mm -hmm. And this is why. Um, Because I think it's really easy to be on the outside and say like, well, why didn't you leave? Well, there are many reasons why we don't leave situations. And when you have a family and children to take care of, it's it those reasons are even greater. Um, So it takes a lot of bravery. Mm. Mm-hmm. I appreciate all of your suggestions. Can you give me the names of the three spots in Ukrainian Village slash Humble Park? Jeff and Jude's. Mm-hmm. Get that Sammy. Komoda and Connections for Abused Women and Their Children, which often has is 
the acronym C-A-W-C. All right. So, so far you have heard Carrie talk about Ukrainian village in Humble Park. You've heard Sydney give some amazing suggestions in Lakeview. You heard. I love how Sydney always gets a superlative amazing. No matter what. <laughs> the amazing Sydney Madden. Yes. The amazing. <laughs> when you got it, you got it. When you got it, you got Come it, girl. On, and the illustrious Simone Alisea walked us through Uptown. Illustrious, eh? All right. Uh, and now the iconic Jacoby Cochran. Uh, so currently I live in Hyde Park. The place I'm going to tell you where to go stop by and eat, though, is from my previous neighborhood. I lived in South Shore for four years. I loved living in South Shore. The block that I lived on was uh, extremely funny. I had some great characters in my neighborhood. (laughs) Uh, I knew the names of the people who worked at the shops down the street. Um, And and so part of me uh, misses the neighborhood. So the place that I wanted to suggest uh, for someone to eat is in South Shore and is Majani. So soul food, vegan cuisine, Dario, Sarah, and 77 Flavors, and I were talking about it the last time we got together. And uh, vegan food is something that I've given more of a try to in 2021 as, like, more restaurants have flooded to, like, DoorDash, Uber Eats, and and the lot. Um, I've just got an opportunity to to try. And Majani was one of the places that people were always, uh, you know, had been hyping up, telling me to, to stop by. And so... It was fantastic. It's one of those places where it doesn't feel like it's trying to taste like meat. It just mm, like yes. lives in its vegan world. But like the black eyed pea fritters, I love black eyed peas. Uh, my mom's black eyed peas are to die for. And, and these black eyed pea fritters uh, were great. Um, the jerk uh, chicken taco, right? Ooh. You know, it's... Um, what is it? Uh, Satan? Satan? Satan. Satan. Yeah. Satan. yeah. Is it really Satan? No, I mean, over here Satan. 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 It's definitely say something. Head over to Majani's in South Shore. It's on uh, 71st and South Exchange, I believe, right off of Yates. Uh, a spot to shop. I've been talking about it since we started the podcast, uh, but I'm going to bring it back. I saw Eric uh, last week, and uh, the Silver Room is still popping. I don't care what anybody says, how many times we mention it. If I walked y'all through all of the things I have bought from the Silver Room in the last year, I'm talking, I have a candle shaped like a Jordan 4. I have a Basquiat uh, book that is about 15 pounds and about 200 pieces of art. I have cookbooks from black uh, culinary masters from around the United States. I have talking about plants. I bought a book that taught me how to, you know, take care of the plants in my home. I've bought candles and like this hat it, mm. is, is from there. Some of this jewelry I got on. Um, and so the silver room is just like a really like the vibes are always on point. The people are super helpful. And oh my God, the people who work there are some of the flyers mugs you've ever seen in your life the music is always good the rotating art that they have on the wall like you can't go wrong going to the silver room i I tweeted something the other day that was like i have no self-control in there because they'll just keep coming up to you like you want me to hold that i'll hold that at the register and then i get up to the (laughs) register and they tell me that number and i'm like did i just buy beyonce tickets like what the fuck did i just do in here (laughs) and then a place to give money time or resources it's a place that i learned about through the podcast and it's just a hop skipping away from my front door and that's brave space alliance Mm, Uh, yes the first black trans-led lgbtq resource center in the city founded by lasaya wade we had a great conversation with stephanie scora who works there you know 
because the work that they do is not only so necessary and vital, uh, but the stories they tell are often, um, you know, this mix between joy and heartbreak. Um, mm. And and so the work that they do is, is so inspiring. Shout out to Brave Space Alliance. The, you know, it's hard enough to be a black man in Chicago, in Chicago, in America. I couldn't imagine being a black queer man, a black trans man or trans woman living in this this city or in this in this country. Um, and so, you know, I just want to, again, send as many shout outs their way. Uh, if you're trying to figure out where to send money for mutual aid, where to send resources, you can go on their website and see the types of things that they need, the type of works, workshops and programs that they put on and see, you know, how your efforts can can be best used. Yeah. Great, great org. Do, do you want to list those those three things that you gave us, the shop yes. you gave? Shout out to Majani's Soul Food Vegan Cuisine in South Shore. Silver Room, the best local, like, cultural hub and store, in my opinion, in the city of Chicago, especially uh, on my side of town. Um, and then shout out to Brave Space Alliance for all of the work that they continue to do um, with the queer community, the black queer community throughout Chicago. We really just took y'all on a slight little tour, but the best part about Chicago is we really just gave y'all a couple of amazing places in just four, maybe five or six of the 77 neighborhoods. And if we were a different crew of people, right, different producers, different hosts, different newsletter writers, you might get four completely different neighborhoods, all with bangers up and down the list. And that's What's dope about Chicago? If somebody tells you they ain't shit to do in Chicago, don't believe that for a second. Whether you lived here for 30 years like me or you just moved here, there's always something to do in this city. And the narrative uh, of neighborhoods is is so true and still so vital uh, for all the problems that we've addressed on City Cash Chicago over our first 190-something uh, version of the podcast. I hope that in all of that, what y'all heard was our love and the joy that exists in the neighborhoods across Chicago because it is here uh, and the shit looks, tastes, and feels so damn good. Uh, thank you <laughs> to Simone Alisea up in Uptown, uh, Sydney Madden coming to us from Lakeview, and the fantastic leader <laughs> of City Cash Chicago, The Fly. Carrie Shepard. Uh, I appreciate y'all for giving us this little, this little uh, neighborhood breakdown for the people. We will be in your feed next week running back some of our favorite episodes from the year. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter, Instagram at CityCastChicago or email Chicago.CityCast.FM to share with us some of your favorite CityCast episodes and newsletter topics from 2021. We got real big plans for you next year. I'm not 100% sure what those big plans are, but if this year has been any indicator, we ain't going nowhere but up, my friends. Nowhere but up. Lead producer Carrie Shepard, what are you going to do with your time off? Um, I decided that we're going to go down to Starved Rock and do a hike nice. through Starved Rock and get outside. That's what's up. I haven't been in like a year, so I might need to, to get out there as well. 
It's rainy, as you would expect, but I'm excited to go see family and uh, some of the people I love most in this world. Well, I hope you know, Simone, we here at City Cash Chicago are so grateful that you uprooted your life to come back to the city. So, yes. you know, enjoy Seattle, but bring your ass back. I'll be back. <laughs> Newsletter writer Sydney Mann, what do you have planned for your week? I'm planning to go to San Diego to see my grandma and other family who I haven't seen in almost two years. Oh, that's so beautiful. <laughs> and this week, we've had the wonderful producer, Lizzie Goldsmith from out of Denver. Lizzie, what do your holidays look like? So I am also going to California, only uh, Northern California. That's okay. where my family is. Um, and it should be great. A lot of relaxing things planned, like probably some movies and board games. Definitely was nodding along during that board game conversation and maybe a baking <laughs> session or two. We'll see. <laughs> That's a good idea. That is what's up. And me, uh, over the next week, I plan to do, amongst things, two things. One, I have a lot of plants to repot. So I'm going to try <laughs> to knock that out in, in the next couple of days. Um, oh, there's one more thing I want to do. I have printed out my favorite photos that I've taken in 2021, and I will be having them framed in the next couple of days. Shout out to Sam Trump and Mark Greenberg, who make so much of the music you hear on CityCast Chicago. Thank y'all, fellas. And for everybody listening, we are, well, we're pretty much nothing obviously without the team, but then also without you. So thanks for listening to us throughout 2021, uh, making us a part of your routine. Peace. Sorry to cut off your transition, Jacoby. No, you are all good. I the inflection, and I was like, oh, I'll stop. (laughs) Poor Lizzie, as producer's like, oh, God, shut up with the vamping, (laughs) you guys. We're still in the top thing. I know. We're still in the top.